everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to living with passion and purpose. I want to help you overcome any limiting thoughts so you can say yes to building a business and a life you love. Sometimes it's just me on here coaching, and sometimes I bring on a guest. And today is one of those days. I'm very excited for you to meet Lane Bruner. She is the founder of Wealthy Soul, and it's here in Austin, Texas. She and I met through Instagram, and so this was my first chance to really chat with her and hear her story, so I can't wait for you to hear her story. Before we dive into the interview, I wanted to take care of some housekeeping things. Okay, so this is being released on August 31st of 2020. If you're listening to it on August 31st or any time that week through September 4th, I want to invite you to join the challenge. It's a free challenge that I'm offering and it doesn't matter what day you pop in. So even if it's Tuesday or Wednesday when you're listening to this, go ahead and join anyway. You can get the link to join in the show notes at greatbigyes.com. But I wanted to invite you in because it's five steps in five days to launch your business. And the challenge is called Salvage 2020. It's not over yet. Even though this year has been really strange and unpredictable, it's not over yet. Let's end the year on a high note. Let's look back at 2020. Instead of saying, oh my gosh, that was a total mess, we can say, that's the year I decided to launch my business. That's the year I got serious about my business. That's the year I really committed to growing my business, right? So I hope you join me over there. And I would love just to have you in the challenge. I want to hear about your business. I want to hear what you're up to. I'm excited to just cheer you on and encourage you. And for those of you who want to join Team Yes, the doors are opening on September 4th and they're going to be open through midnight on September 7th, which is Labor Day. So if you want to join the membership group, it's $37 a month and you get so much coaching and teamwork and collaboration and networking. It is amazing. You definitely want to join over there if you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur in the making. If you have a product to sell or a service to offer or a message to share, head over there and join Team Yes. We want you on the team. More information is at greatbigyes.com and in the link in my bio on Instagram. Okay, so today you get to meet Lane Bruner. I cannot wait for you to meet her. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Lane. Enjoy. Awesome. Well, welcome, Lane. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. I love that we just met like through Instagram and I'm like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? And you're like, yes, like immediately said yes. So you're my kind of girl. I love that. All about the yes. Can you just introduce yourself and kind of say what your company is and what you do? Of course. I am Lane Bruner. I am an Austin. I live in Austin. I'm a wife. I'm a mama to Liam, who's 12, and Noah, who's 10. They go to public school here in Austin, Texas, in South Austin. I am a professional. I've been in, um, in, in business for 20 years um, for my career, truly. And while in, in the business world, have also met my passion for fitness and dance through group fitness instruction, through health coaching, through um, motivating 
women, mostly women, some men. And uh, about four years ago on a mountain in, in, in Colorado, which I know we'll talk about, mm -hmm. um, Wealthy Soul became my online business. I uh, started as a side hustle and it is full hustle today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How long was it a side hustle? Because I know a lot of people listening have a side hustle right now and they're wondering, could this be a full-time thing for them? It's a good question. Um, you know, I personally, and I'm very transparent, so you're going to learn a lot about me right now love it. Uh, in, this, in this time together. I, one of my fears is lack of financial security, mm. personally. Yeah. And I kept the side hustle and enjoyed that extra income for, I mean, I just went, I just, I just retired from, from advertising in October uh, of last year of 19. Okay. So on my birthday. Oh, I love 40th, that. My 40th birthday. Oh, that's awesome. Happy birthday to me, right? New decade, new beginning. I love it. Very much so. I mean, very definitive time and a time for me to assess, you know, what brought me joy and what was fueling me and what I felt like God was calling me into. And, and, um, I stepped right in. And so you've heard, you know, where, where, where you put your energy or where the intention goes, the energy flows. Yeah. And, and, and that's absolutely been my, my experience since, since I went full-time in, in, in October. So tell me about that, because I think that's hard for people to imagine. Um, so you go full-time and do you have, you have other people on your team with you, right? So did you hire them then or were they already on your team? So they were on my team. So this okay. is kind of how it all went down. Yeah. Wealthy soul was um, a, an Instagram page to motivate women to live healthier lifestyles. Okay. That's how it started. It wasn't even an LLC. It wasn't even anything. It was just a place for me to spread joy. Seriously. Yeah. And I was still in just doing group fitness um, on the side. And so I had a bit of a following through my group fitness classes. People enjoyed my classes. You know, they kept showing up. I, I started getting, you know, regulars to come. And were you teaching so then, at a club? I'm sorry to interrupt. Were you teaching somewhere in person at that time? Yes. Okay. I was teaching in South Austin okay. um, at a private bar studio, at a big club. Um, so multiple okay. places. And, and um, you know, the big ballet studio in town had just hired me. I mean, so just lots of, lo lots of exposure in fitness. Okay. Um, I'm a dancer. I've been a dancer since I was three and a half. So I err on the side of bar yoga, um, Pilates, more mindful fitness, mm -hmm. but I'm able to do both, but I definitely gravitate towards, you know, more yoga, that kind of, that kind of vibe. Yeah. So I had been teaching and I had this page and, um, one of my, my photographer's wife says to me, would you consider coaching me? And I said, I don't have a coaching program written. 
And, she, and I said, I don't feel really comfortable with it. And she asked me four times over four months. And finally I did. And I launched a program called Revolve 90, which was a 90 day program. Um, you know, you don't need to know all the details to it, but essentially she was my first coaching client and it went well. She lost weight. She got healthier. She stopped eating the garbage. She started fueling her body with whole food nutrition, which is a foundation to wealthy soul is just really eating fruits and vegetables and lean proteins. Mm -hmm. She started moving more, which is another foundation to wealthy soul, you know, exercising six days a week, which is really a lot for most people. Yeah. And Yes. And the component that I think is, is the biggest differentiator for wealthy soul is that we, we really ask our clients to use soul work, S O U L work. And, uh, for me that is, I'm a Christian, uh, that's prayer for me. That's prayer. It's praying up and then quieting my mind and my body and listening through meditation. That's, that's my practice. Um, but everybody here isn't necessarily, everybody who, who is a client isn't necessarily a religious person at all and they don't have to be. So they could journal, they could spend time outdoors. They could unfriend negative people on social media. That is definitely part of our soul work. (laughs) Amen. Right? Yes. So this program went well to answer your question, which was, um, you know, did you always have coaches? the program went well and I put a social media post out saying, Hey, I'm thinking about launching a, a 60 day, um, health, health program. Would anybody be interested in? And 20 people said yes. Wow. Awesome. Which is, you know, to me, that's God saying right on sister. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Love it. But I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle that. And so I brought on Kristen stone, which is she's solid. She is solid as a rock. She's got so much nutrition knowledge. She's um, heavily certified. Like just, she just knows her stuff. And she came on as my first coach. And from there, uh, you know, the other girls came. Oh, I love it. Okay. So there's so much good stuff there that you just said, because for a lot of people that I work with, they're starting or they're probably listening to this podcast. They have a thing they want to start, right? They have this like passion project or this business they want to start. And what I love that you said is somebody came to you and said, would you consider coaching me? So it was like, it wasn't like you had, you know, thought of this big program. You in fact had to like kind of play catch up there, right? Like you created this program because there was a demand for it. Like, so I imagine during that time, like, were you afraid to do this at all? Or were you feeling like, what am I doing? Did you make it up as you went along that first time? Or how did it kind of formulate into the revolve 90, like you said yes. And then you just kind of made it up when you worked with her. Do you know Um, what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, every single decision I make, I'm afraid to do it. Every time, every time I am about to take another step, I feel fear and here's here's my measure my gut measure when i start to get this anxious spin in my belly mm-hmm. and 
I'm not afraid for my safety. I mean, that's not, that's not right. the feeling, but it's anxiety. I suffer from anxiety personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's anxiety. It's excitement. Yep. It's, um, I mean, to, to me, it's, it's, it's drive. Yeah. And, and so to answer your question, I'm always afraid. I'm afraid all the time. I'm afraid. And yeah. I just keep stepping into the fear. Yeah. You keep doing it afraid. I love that because I remember hearing once, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Oh yeah. And I love that. And, and that's going to give a lot of people hope, I think, because I work on mindset a lot with people. And I think one of the biggest things is fear. You know, maybe we're afraid of what people might say, or we're afraid that we might fail, or we're afraid that um, we might ask for a certain amount of money and people are going to be like super offended by that. (laughs) Or we're afraid that somebody from like junior high that didn't like us is going to talk bad about us, (laughs) right? Like it's, and we know these things are not, you, you know, we can say to ourselves that's silly, I shouldn't be afraid or whatever, but they still come up for us. It's very real and it's so common. So I love that you say that because here you are really successful and it's growing and you're excited about it and you love what you do, but it doesn't take away you being afraid sometimes. And I think that's really important for people to hear. So thank you for I, that. I just, of it's, course. It's, yeah. Through, it's so common. <laughs> through COVID, um, you know, that, that changed the landscape. So, so when wealthy soul, you know, became, started to become a thing, right. It started to, to take income. It actually, you know, I needed to set up an LLC. I needed to do the things that were proper to, for it to be an established business. Uh, and like I said, I didn't know we were going down that road, but we went down that road, which is, is, you know, I've always said God's been completely in control of, of, of yeah. wealthy soul from the beginning. I love it. Um, but through COVID, um, I, I opened up a, a studio, an online live studio, and I was let go from, you know, I, I, le- I left the job. I left my me- job in media in October, as I've said, and COVID hit. I, I was still teaching live classes at local places in Austin. Okay. And, and COVID hit, and I lost my jobs. Yeah. And, and so, so that was part of my income, not all of it, of course. And, um, I was back to that space of being nervous again. And what I had to do was step into, well, if my clients can't get me at the gym, they can get me, you know, from on a zoom call. So I started doing live fitness on zoom and it worked and people kept showing up and, the last big fear step I've taken was, you know, opening a full online studio with, you know, multiple classes throughout the week and a booking system. And now I'm able to see my clients in person. I mean, in person over Zoom, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I'm seeing them through the programming that they're doing online for health and wellness. And then also on the back end, um, you know, stepping into the studio with me and I'm helping them looking at their form, you know, helping them to move safe as well. So just, it's been, um, it's been such a wild ride and I have not been able to predict really where it was going. 
Yeah. Well, and I love, you mentioned just in passing that your job was in media. So do you feel like you're using a lot of what you already knew from like everything makes sense? It's kind of all coming together. Nothing's wasted kind of thing. I feel like you're doing a job in media basically right now, kind of, right? I mean, it's health and wellness, but you're online, you're making videos, you're connecting with people through media. Yes. I mean, they absolutely, my career in my corporate career absolutely helps me market. Uh, I'm, I studied, I have a degree in mass media communications as well. Okay. So I, um, I, I studied interpersonal communications. I studied um, just how people behave and how they think. And I believe that, I mean, you can attest to this, coaching is a lot of psychology. Oh, yes. So I am able to, I truly am using my degree and my, my career experience from the corporate, from corporate America into my own small business, for sure. So I love that. And I, I talk about that a lot with people because I feel like sometimes, you know, um, I have a daughter who's 22, a daughter who's 20, and a son who's 18. Um, when these kids are in college and kind of getting out of college and they want to have this thing that is like their ultimate thing already. And I'm always like, just, just do where the energy like takes you now, like do mm -hmm. what you love, get, get excited about what you're doing now. It, and when you're 50, it may be totally different. Like I started coaching when I was 50. <laughs> so mm -hmm. That's awesome. I feel like there's always time to kind of dream a new dream and do a new thing. And we don't have to figure it out right away. And I think that there's this divine connection that happens. Like now I can look back and I can say, it makes sense that I was a yoga teacher. That helps me in my coaching. Like it makes sense mm -hmm. that I was in sales. That helps me when I coach people in marketing. It makes sense that, it, right? So like everything that I've done, while at the time you might think, oh gosh, this is so random. It's like, no, God's going to use all those things and weave them together for your ultimate calling your ultimate yes that you're going to be so excited about. And then who knows, there may even be another one after that too, but nothing's wasted. So I always want to encourage people. It doesn't matter if you have it all figured out right now, just keep taking the next step and God's going to lead you to, um, you know, it'll all make sense one day. <laughs> you want to, do you want to know something that's, that's really interesting? Yeah. Growing up in the dance industry, um, I mean, through high school, through college, I danced professionally. Mm. I was valued for the way that I looked mm -hmm. and for the way that I moved and performed. Yeah. Um, of course, I know today I have so much more value. Uh, but that was at the time, and when I was 20, mm -hmm. that, was my, that was my marker of success. And so I suffered from an eating disorder. Yeah. Uh, many, for many years, um, I would suppress calories, I would exercise, I would over-exercise, I would abuse my body. And that experience has helped me to teach women and men how not to eat, how not to abuse food, how mm. not to to look at food as a negative and rather a beautiful fuel for their bodies. Yeah. So God's taken something that's so painful in your own life and, and has healed you and allowed you to use that to teach people. How awesome is that? 
It's just so great. <laughs> it's just exactly what you were saying though. You've got to, you know, if you've got a past experience, no matter your age, I'm 40, no matter your age, you can use all of those things yeah. to bless other people. Yeah. When I was um, in my twenties, I lived in Chicago and I got held up at gunpoint and it was like the most horrible thing. And I went into like, I had panic attacks and I had so much anxiety mm -hmm. and it was just really hard to even like get in public transportation and go to work. And it was just, it was terrible. Um, and then when I started teaching yoga, I really, yoga and Jesus together really healed me from that. But I started learning about trauma and I started kind of learning about how to teach yoga for trauma. And then I got to teach, you know, uh, survivors of sex trafficking who had been through trauma and just the understanding. And wow. I, I know I had this moment where I was like, wow, God took something from like 20 years ago that I would say was the worst thing that happened to me and turned it into something I'm so grateful for because it led me to this path. Yep. And that's so hard to tell somebody. I would never want it. It makes me cry thinking about it. I would never want somebody to tell me that when I was in the middle of it. Right. And so I would never do that. But I just want to give hope to people that wherever they are, there's more. That's right. So, oh, I love this conversation, but I wanted to get back to um, the mountaintop <laughs> and yes. how in Colorado, how the idea came to you for Wealthy Soul. So I have been a, in a leadership position in most organizations in my life. That's just one of my spiritual gifts. Yeah. And I was leading a group of teenage girls on a church retreat in Winter Park, Colorado. And I was riding up the ski lift to hike down with um, Alden, this darling cheerleader, she, you know, big cheerleader at the local high school, just, you know, Christ followers, great kid. Mm -hmm. And she says to me on, on the ride up, Lane, how do I honor God and still, you know, teach people that they're, you know, they can, they can work out and they can have, you know, a, a strong body and it's okay to love your body and that's okay to, to focus on your health, but still do it, you know, in Jesus name. Mm. And, um, on that ride up there, um, wealthy soul, he gave me the name. And, you know, the first thing I did, because I'm like you, I'm a social media junkie. Like I'm, <laughs> and I'm good at it, too. And I'm like, I'm going straight to Instagram to yeah. see if this handle's taken. <laughs> right. And you have and to tell people how you spell it, because they, they'll see it in the show notes. But tell them how okay. you spell it. So, thank you. Mm -hmm. It is Well Thy Soul. And it is from the Christian hymn, Well Thy Soul. It's an old song. If you've not heard it, you should check it out. It's beautiful. Um, but that is where, and, and we were at a, at a church uh, at camp, a church camp. And so that was probably one of the songs they were playing and it just all came together. And God was like, Hey Lane, uh, here, I need you to do something with this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And I did. <laughs> yeah. Have you always known Jesus? Like, have you always, always walked in faith or was that later in life? Um, I was raised in the Catholic church. I was baptized 
baptized. Um, I've had three open heart surgeries. Oh, wow. So I was baptized in the hospital um, before my first open heart surgery because in the Catholic faith, um, if a baby's not baptized, I don't know if you know this. You I may do. Not I was raised Catholic. I know all about it, girl. It's just another okay. thing you have in common. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I know. And, and parents can even in that situation, parents can baptize their own babies. I remember learning that um, just so the baby is baptized. Otherwise, they're not going to go to heaven, right? Is the Correct. belief. Yeah. That is the belief. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so, uh, so I've, I've gone to church every single Sunday all of my life. My yeah. mom and my dad, you know, had my booty in the, in the pew. Now I didn't quite understand why I was there and I never had a relationship until I was an adult and I, and I came to faith and I came to understand my beliefs and, and, and understand my relationship better as an adult. Yeah. Did you go to, did someone bring you to a church or did someone talk to you about it? Or I just, I'm always curious of that, that moment where the light bulb goes off. <laughs> yes. So I've been married before mm -hmm. and I was married in the Catholic church and I had to annul the marriage in the Catholic church mm -hmm. to continue to attend there after mm -hmm. the divorce and annul means to wipe clean, to pretend like it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I was unable to pretend like that didn't exist, that marriage, because it was very defining for me. Okay. And so after, after I got that news from the priest, who was, I mean, that was, that was his job. Like that's it was right. just his job. Um, I left, I left the Catholic church and found a non-denominational church, just a Bible church, um, that was a better fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I went through kind of the same, I didn't, um, not the marriage part, but just the church part of just kind of leaving the Catholic church and going to a Bible church and just finding more there for me. It was a better fit for me as well. So it sounds familiar. Um, okay. So my parents are, yeah, go ahead. My parents are still practicing. I mean, it's, it, it's, you know, it's, I have nothing against a person who believes the Catholic faith. Of course not. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't the right fit for me. Yeah. Same. And I learned so much from it and I find myself drawn to like when I'm reading, I'm, I was laughing one day, someone was asking me in one of those, um, like questionnaires, like, you know, what do you, what do you read? And, you know, I looked at all my books and it's so funny. I have tons of spiritual books, so I'll read men, women, whoever, but I'm really drawn to like Richard Rohr and, you know, Thomas Merton and like people who, and I look at the background of a lot of these people and they're Catholic priests. <laughs> oh, um, really? Yes. Yes. Um, Brennan Manning is one of my favorite Christian writers and he was this Irish Catholic priest. And, um, yeah, there's something there like more contemplative, um, more cerebral. Um, oh, well, it, that makes sense. I'm drawn to that. Yeah. And it's, it's really kind of interesting. And I just recognized it, uh, the other day, like probably a couple months ago, someone was asking me that I was filling out a questionnaire and she was asking what kind of Christian books I read. And I'm just kind of drawn to some of those older kind of, um, more traditional, 
like the poets, like St. John of the Cross and the Dark Knight of the Soul and things like that. So there's like this Catholic imagination, I think, that lives within me that I'm still drawn to, that I get so much from, along with the new stuff. So I, I, I think, you know, th that's your roots, you yeah. know, those are your roots. So yeah. it, it feels normal to me to go to church with my parents. Now, the the wording in church is different today than it was when I was a child. Yeah. Um, but it feels like my roots. So yeah, there's something comforting. I and I, I've gone like to Europe and gone in a Catholic church and thought how magnificent that is that, you know, they're practicing the same thing and maybe even in, in a different language, but I know what they're doing and I know Absolutely. what they're saying. Yeah. There's such beauty in it. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, I love that. I love all of this in this. So do you dance still? I'm curious about this because you were dancing since you were three and a half and, and you said you did it like professionally. So do you still dance? I do. It's not the level of dance that I once did. Yeah. And, and I have, um, transitioned. I mean, dance has changed so much, much like everything, you know, the movements that, that I did when I was, I would say at my peak, we're, you know, we're old fashioned now, you know, it's been so long. It's been, you know, that was when I was in my twenties. So I try to keep up with the, you know, with the 18 year olds and I can for the most part, but, um, I'll go to, so we're in Austin, Texas. I'm in Austin, Texas. Uh, ballet Austin is the, is the, is one of the places that I, you know, I'm no longer working or you're not able to work for anymore. And so right. I'd go to ballet Austin, take classes from them. Um, and I just, my body feels like I am um, definitely in a good energy flow when I'm dancing. It's very, very comfortable, comfortable for me. I love that. That's so great. Well, I just love it when we're doing the thing we love, even no matter what age we are, right? Like getting back to that and playing too, where, cause that could be your, you know, it is your work to help people like physically. And, um, and so you help them with movement, but I love that you're also practicing movement on your own. Like what brings you joy, right? Cause I think sometimes we get so bogged down by our business, especially if we're running our own business, it's good to have that thing that we love that, I don't know, it brings us comfort and brings us a, a little bit of a break too. So isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Like we, need we, can just, we can just get bogged down. I remember one time I took this class and it was all about teaching kids yoga. And so one of the, the practice things we had to do was go play. She's like, go play this afternoon, get out of the house, go play this afternoon. And I went in the backyard and I went swimming and I was playing basketball by myself. My kids were at school and I was like, I feel so weird right now because I was not used to playing, like just to taking some time to just have fun, you know, in the middle of the day. And ever uh -huh. since then, I've made that a real priority. Like, no, I need some time to like laugh and do things that bring me joy. Um, and my work brings me joy. But, you know, just to have something that's a total break and escape, I think is so healthy. You just said something and, and, and this thought just sparked in my head. So I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. And I think if we can, if, you know, from a business standpoint right now, if, if women can be inspired to figure out a way to make money for doing the thing that they love. Yeah. Right. The thing that they love that brings them joy. Cause you said your work brings you joy. So does mine. Yeah. And somehow you and I both figured out how to, how to, work mm -hmm. 
in, in, in our, in our passion. Yeah. And I, I just, yeah. I think that's, if, if that message is heard today, I think that's that, then this is successful for us because, because, because we get to do it and, and figure out that way to do it. And that's what you do. You help people mm-hmm. figure out a way to do it, to, 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 to make money through their passion. Yeah. And I think so often we think work has to be hard. It has to be draining. It has to be exhausting. We have to, mm-hmm. you know, hustle, 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 hustle. And the truth is when you're in the flow of what you love to do, it doesn't feel hard. Like I think a lot of times, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in the making and they think, well, I can't really offer that as a business. It's too easy. And I say, well, it's easy for Mm -hmm. you, but for everyone else, it's like gold. Like they just heard it for the first time. Like you can offer that because people need what you have to offer. You know, it's the same with you, Lane, like, Offering nutrition and, you know, fitness and things like that, that's probably second nature to all of your coaches and you, but for someone else, if they're taking that to, you know, for the first time they're taking a class for the first time, they're stepping out and doing it afraid for the first time they're trying to get off the Cheetos and diet Coke, right? Like that's gold for them to have somebody to walk alongside of them. But I think a lot of times women hold themselves back because they say, well, it's so easy but they're looking at it from their own perspective and it's so familiar to them. They're so close to the knowledge that they don't understand that that's gold to someone else. I love that you just said that. It's just real, isn't it? I mean, cause we get, we can think that even nowadays I'll think that I'm like, well, I'm not going to say that everybody knows that. And then it's like, wait, no, somebody needs to hear that. So you just did that in the way that you go, something just came to my mind. So I'm going to say it. And that's where we follow that flow where we're not afraid. We're more confident. We're like, you know what? I don't know. I'm just going to say it or I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to offer it. And then we get people saying things like, oh my gosh, you know, I'll do an Instagram post sometimes and people are like, and I'll be thinking, well, this is kind of, you know, bossy or something in my mind. And then people are like, thank you for what you said on Instagram today. It really, I needed it. Mm. And so trusting that voice that says, go do it. Trusting that little gut thing that's like, I think this is right. Say it, offer it. I think it's, I think that's how we, that's how we continue to, well, I mean, just like the knowledge that you have, whether it be simple or complex, I think complex is harder to share on social media, of course. Um, Simple bite-sized pieces is definitely the way to go. Um, But if you do have something more complex, put in a video and go for it and be bold. Yes. I love it. So good. I wanted to ask you, what you like how would you say god has taught you or what have you learned for yourself in this process like personally uh that i can work too much and that can be detrimental to my relationships with my husband and my kids yeah that's that's one thing i learned um and that was a that was a tough one and i think i mean it never comes from a bad place but i was I've never written on WordPress before. I don't know how to do a plugin. I don't know. You know, this is, yeah. this is me three, four years ago. Like, I don't know how to write code. And yeah. so all of a sudden I'm trying to figure out how to do multiple people's jobs by myself. Oh gosh. That's where I am right now. <laughs> I'm wearing a lot of hats and I can spend all day some days in the computer. And then I think, okay, this is not, <laughs> this is not what I want to be doing. Right. So we need to learn to delegate, I think. <laughs> 
and so to your point is that this brings you joy like i i i joyfully do computer work i love to design websites i found this incredible like creative piece of me that was just it was buried underneath you know spreadsheets yeah. honestly you know like I it just it couldn't come out and so I found you know God's like just very much revealed like Lane you're a creator like you I knew that through dance but I, I thought that was my only medium and I've now learned that I've got multiple mediums and I can be creative and I've got these outlets but big but I still have to balance my time better with my my husband specifically yeah with my husband um, and, and, and pour into my boys and make sure they know that, that they're though sometimes mom's on her phone and, you know, Noah will say mom's making money. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, my husband will be like, what are you doing over there? I'm like building an empire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, with, with all that being said, I just, I, God's taught me that I can be selfish Mm -hmm. that I can um, put my my priorities in front of my husband's and so it's been it's been a bit of a learning process for me on that um, but he's revealed so so many amazing things I'm just telling you the hard part yeah well I appreciate that because I think you know a lot of times when people have conversations about this kind of thing they're always saying all the highlights and that's great but I, I I think it's important that people, if they're getting ready to start on this journey, um, understand everything about it isn't so great. It is, it does bring us joy, but there's challenges that come with it too. Um, but I love learning through it too, what I'm capable of that maybe I didn't even know. And like you even said, now some of your talents were buried underneath other things. And now you're coming into even these you know, you love making websites, right? Like who even knows what God's going to reveal is like another talent or another gift that you have, which I think is so, it's just really cool to see no matter how old you are. Like I said, I was 50 when I became a coach. So for me, it just feels so good. Like to say, oh, there's no limit on what's possible. I think there, there needs to be, there needs to, it should be said that, uh, you know, when you start getting these skills and learning these, these new things and, you know, you've been bold enough to, to start, you know, to, to, to start a business, you've been bold enough. So that takes, that takes guts. Yeah. And so pat on the back there, and then you figure out how to write on WordPress. So pat on the back there. And all of a sudden you're starting to learn these things and you're getting like more and more confident and more and more yeah. empowered. So just keeping, you know, a humble, a humble state of mind, knowing that yes, you're accomplishing these things. It's amazing. You're do you're kicking butt. Um, I would have totally not said that if I didn't <laughs> yeah. kicking kicking peaches over here, but <laughs> um but but keep you know keep it humble. Well and don't you think that's kind of um just the way you show up is, you know, to have a beginner's, a beginner's mind, no matter where you are on the journey, because there's going to be something you don't know, right? There's definitely need to be teachable. There's going to be a new client that asks something you don't know, or you're going to have something in the business part of it, in the back end that you don't understand. And just knowing that that's going to come up. But like you said, every time you've done it in the past and you've been able to, 
to break through and learn something new has built up your confidence. So now it's like you can figure anything out. Like you have yes. that confidence going in. And I think that's key. And a lot of people, I think, wait for clarity or wait for confidence to start. And I always encourage them, actually taking action will bring you the clarity and the confidence you're looking for. Um, sitting around waiting, it's not just going to drop out of the sky, right? When we make mistakes or when we have things that don't go well is a huge learning experience for us too. So it's almost like get going and then figure it out later. Say yes and figure it out later. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree. That's how this entire business has been built. Yeah. Well, I love it. It's so fun. And I wanted to ask you, um, and I think you talked about this a little bit, but what do you do when you get discouraged? Like if you feel like, I don't know, maybe a client stops working with you or maybe your monthly for the live studio hasn't been as crowded or I'm not mm -hmm. sure what exactly would come up for you, but something that would be maybe a disappointment or where you would feel a little insecure about something. How do you deal with that? Uh, so that goes back to my soul work. And so for me, it's a daily practice. For me, it's 10 to 15 minutes in a quiet, a quiet mindset. Typically before the household wakes, I drink black coffee. So I'll pour a cup of black coffee. I'll get comfortable and I'll just start breathing and I'll just start thinking and praying. I, many people have left my program. I've had, I've coached many people and many people have left. It's just the nature of the business. And I think probably the 20 years in corporate America has also helped me to learn that lesson as well is that people come and go. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but I just keep, I just keep persisting. Yeah. I, I just don't stop. I just keep going every single day. And some days are great. And some days I'm in a comparison mode and I'm looking at other coaches online and her abs are tighter or, you know, yeah. her business looks like it's, you know, bigger and, and, and it may be, um, yeah. and I, and I just say to myself, just stay in your lane, mm -hmm. keep your, keep your eyes forward, keep your head down and keep pushing. Yes. So important to stay in your lane, right? Like I think that comparison thing gets, gets us a lot. Um, women, especially, I think we start to say, you know, it's like somebody will be going really strong and then all of a sudden she'll be like, well, she'll see somebody who d is doing a little bit better than her. She thinks in her own, <laughs> you know, she's assuming, right. um, and then gets discouraged by that. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I think that's a really common thing that we can do, but staying in our lane and, and staying focused on our reason why like why we do what we do, right? And coming back to what brings us joy in it, I think is, is so good. Well, thank you for sharing that. Okay, so I, I gave you fair warning on some of these, so I hope you're ready. I, I love asking each guest that comes on um, these four questions about All right. um, things that you love. So what is a book that you love? So I've got two to share with you. I'll give you one business and I'll give you one motivational. So the business, um, traction by Gina Wickman. Ooh, I don't know that one. I'm so excited. Okay. The motivational, and it is very explicit. It is not something you listen to in the car with your kids. It's called, um, can't hurt me by David Goggins. 
Okay. I cannot wait because now I have two new books I want to get. Yay. And I will put those in the show notes for everyone who's listening. So don't worry. You don't need to take notes, but you can look right. back at um, greatbigyes.com and see those. Awesome. Oh, I love that. Okay. And then what movie do you love? So I am not, I do not consume movies that often. If it happens, it's probably because I don't feel well or I'm on a rest day. Yeah. And so it would be a total chick flick, like something from Hallmark. <laughs> oh, I love Hallmark. Oh, there's such a good new, um, there's such a good new series right now on Hallmark. It's like um, Chesapeake Shores and it's, it's really good. My husband's yes. like, this is so cheesy. I'm like, uh-huh. It's exactly what I want right now. So, yep. Um, oh, I love that. Okay. So, and then who is one person that you admire? Gosh, I, you know, I thought about this question when you, when you email me these kind of like preemptively. Mm -hmm. So I could give you one famous person and everybody could say, oh yeah, me too. Or I could tell you really what moves me and inspires me is watching people um, commit to themselves and do the work and put in the effort and I'm talking about my, my health coaching right now. When I see a client who comes in and she says to me, or he says to me, this is what I'm going to do. And I say, great, I'm going to support you the entire way. I'm going to give you a step-by-step -step plan on how to get there. And then they do it. Yeah. And then it works. Like yeah. that, that wakes me up in the morning. That is so inspirational to me. I love it. When they keep promises to themselves, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Um, okay. And then what is one good piece of advice you've received? You know, I, I, I touched on it. I, I touched on it, um, you know, just a couple minutes ago, but I, I truly believe that we must persist even in the hardest times, even when we want to give up, even when the sales aren't coming in and there's not income or, uh, something, some marketing you tried flopped. Like there's going to be so many of those like kind of hard times yeah. that are coming. It's just what it is. Yep. And, and persisting through that and pushing through that, that challenge has, has truly been the thing that has helped me to get where I am today. Oh, I love it. My dad had a um, saying on his wall. I wish I had it in front of me because I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was all about persistence. And it was saying that that's um, the one thing we need for success, you know, and it went through all the different things that kind of fail people, but persistence never does. Um, oh. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll find it. I'll share it with you. I'll send it to you. Um, okay. I love, love, love talking to you and it could go on forever, but um we're, it's time to wrap it up, but I want you to have a chance to kind of explain to people, like if someone's listening and they want to work with you or they want to learn more about what you do, where can they find you? So they'll go online. Um, I, I created this business so I could be in Costa Rica and I could serve people or I could be in Austin, Texas and serve people. So yeah. <laughs> Me too. And it is Costa Rica sometimes. Um, it's wealthysoul.com, but it's spelled wellthysoul.com. And, um, you know, my contact information's there. They can find me on social media at wealthy soul at Lane Bruner, my name. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very easy to find type me into Google and you can type in Lane Bruner and there's tons of stuff you can find there. 
And if they um, want to, do you have monthly memberships for your classes or do they go and pay online like one at a time or how does that work? Okay, great question. So my business, I've got multiple verticals in my business. I've got multiple ways for um, clients to work with me. They can work with me by just accessing a video library of fitness videos. They can work with me through a monthly coaching program. I do 30-day programs uh, that kind of help people reset their, their nutrition, reset their fitness, just get them back on track. Um, they can come to my live studio and work out with me, you know, in person where I'm coaching them there. So many different ways to find me and work with me and, you know, prices starting as, you know, 15 bucks, if you want to just take a class or all the way up to, you know, full blown two month coaching programs where you're spending a little bit more, but you're getting a significant amount of coaching to keep you on track and, 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 and working towards your goals. I love it. Well, I love everything you do. I'm so glad that we met. I mean, I think um, this is a divine connection and I love yes. it when that happens. So um, I just appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. I know it's going to bless so many. So thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, it was great.